This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 211. What to think about during exercise by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Monday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. This is just like a big audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors. And I answer your questions every Friday. I had a bit of a rough week last week. So I wanna move past that, forget about it, and start this week off right with you, beginning with something to inspire. Quote, fill your life with as many moments and experiences of joy and passion as you humanly can. Start with one experience and build on it. Marsha Weeder. For me, even though last week may not have gone as I would have liked, I tried to make up for it by taking the time to appreciate others in my life. In fact, my students were telling me how they missed one of their other professors and how they were disappointed that she won't be teaching them during their second year of their master's program. Sure, I was a little jealous, of course, but more than that, I wanted to be sure I told my colleague how she's missed. And when I did do that, it made her day. Because it made her day, it made mine too. Often when things aren't going our way, our first response is, I need to do something for me. I need a massage, or I need a day off, or a vacation, whatever. I'm the same way, so don't get me wrong. These are all wonderful things to do when you're feeling stressed out. But sometimes, the expression of gratitude and love to someone else will also do the trick. Okay, enough of that. Before we hear today's post, don't forget, we launched a brand new podcast that covers relationship blogs. Everything from friends to family, dating, marriage, parenting, and everything in between. Please check it out and subscribe. Just search for Optimal Living Daily Relationships wherever you're hearing this show. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. What to Think About During Exercise by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. A reader wrote to me and said he gets bored during running, which makes him wanna just stop running. And so he asked for suggestions for what to think about while running or exercising in general. Such a great question. If you're bored, why would you want to do it? Why not read fun stuff on the internet instead? Well, other than the fantastic health benefits, exercise is a wonderful time to think, to practice mindfulness, to socialize, and to escape distraction. A little background about my qualifications. When I started running in 2005, I could barely run five minutes and was mostly sedentary until then. I slowly worked my way up to a 5K race, then decided not quite wisely, to set my sights on a marathon. After a year, I ran my first marathon, after a couple of half marathons and numerous other races. I ran a couple of marathons after that, a bunch of other races, including some short triathlons. Last year, I ran a 50-mile ultramarathon. Through all of that, I've spent countless hours running. I've also spent a lot of hours strength training, doing CrossFit-style workouts or other fun stuff. I spent a lot of time exercising, and I love it. I don't train with music. For me, it's distracting and a waste of good thinking time. I've listened to audiobooks on long, like three-plus-hour runs, but usually work out in silence. That is, except when I'm training with a friend. Last year, I did a lot of the longer runs with my friend Scott, and for about a year, I've been training in the gym with my friend Tynan. When he's in town, he travels like a gypsy. I've also worked out a lot with my wife, Ava, and with my sister, Kat, when I was in Guam. I love working out with a friend. It's such a great way to enjoy exercise. 
by having great conversations with someone you enjoy spending time with. You build a friendship while building fitness. So if I can ever find a workout partner, that's my first choice. I also love working out and running alone. Here's what I think about. One, ideas. My best source of blog post ideas comes from when I run or work out. The movement seems to stimulate blood flow to the brain and getting away from the distractions of technology allows me to reflect and think in isolation. I often have a bunch of great blog post ideas on a run. Pro tip, carry something to record ideas on, whether a notebook or smartphone. I've lost good ideas because I have nothing to write on. I came up with a method for remembering. I tie each idea to an image. So when I get home, I have a series of images in my head, like rubber duck, pencil, bell, apple. Then I just decipher these images into the ideas I wanted to remember. Two, some problem that's been bothering me. If something has been spinning around in my head, that's a good sign that I should give it some conscious thought. Why is it bothering me so much? Usually, it's because I'm holding on to an expectation or ideal I can't control, including how I want people to think of me. Then, I practice letting that go. Three, body mindfulness. Exercise is a great time to practice mindfulness. I like to stay present, when I remember, with my body, feeling each body part in turn, feet, lower legs, upper legs, buttocks, lower back, abdomen, etc. Then, I try to expand my awareness to include all of them at once. Four, mindfulness of thoughts. Other times I practice being an observer of my mind. It's a fascinating phenomenon, your thoughts. Practicing watching my thoughts creates a space between thought and reaction. Five, a project I'm working on. If I've been working hard on a project, I will give it some headspace during exercise to allow myself to get some perspective on the project or see what's important and work out some difficult problem with it that I've been putting off. Six, problems of people I love. If my kids or wife or close friend are having a problem, I'll give some thought to that and see if there's a way I can help. I will try to feel empathy, to understand what they might be going through and to see what would be helpful given their state of mind. Seven, reflecting on things I've been learning. Often I'm conducting some kind of experiment in my life and exercise is a great time to think about how that's been going or what problems have come up and what I've learned so far. These reflections often end up as blog posts. Eight, the nature around me and the road below me. I love getting outside and immersing myself in the beauty of nature. It's easy to miss it if you're stuck in your head or listening to music or audiobooks. I love running on trails or running through a city filled with blooming blossoms or exploring a new place with a run or doing a workout in a park. I love running in the rain or when the sun is falling on me like warm liquid or feeling the chill of the early morning and thinking I'm a bad Nine, the barbell. Lifting weights is hard, especially if you're doing heavy deadlifts or squats. It's easy to get lost in your thoughts when you work out, but that's a good way to injure yourself with weights. So I try to be present with the barbell, watching my form and putting myself completely into lifting this heavy thing against the earth's relentless pull. 10, the nature of reality. This seems lofty and abstract, but sometimes I ponder the ego and whether it's an illusion, whether we're separate or all part of one ocean of existence and why we suffer, and whether death is even something to fear. That's usually when I trip and sprain an ankle. 11. How lucky I am. Best of all, I think about the good things I have in my life, from family and friends, 
to dear listeners like all of you, from food and shelter to work I truly love, from Tolstoy, Fitzgerald, and Cervantes, to a body that allows me to move through a world so incredibly amazing, I can't believe how lucky I am to be alive. You just listened to the post titled, What to Think About During Exercise, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. During his bodybuilding days, Arnold Schwarzenegger was a big proponent of being mindful when you're lifting weights. He would say he would visualize his muscles getting bigger during each rep. Mark Twight, the founder of Jim Jones, and the guy who basically trained Henry Cavill to have the body of Superman in the latest Man of Steel films, and probably more famously, he trained the fellows from the movie 300, he likes to have his clients lift weights blindfolded. So we could argue that both Arnold and Mark Twight like this idea of being in the moment and being mindful, especially when you're lifting weights. Personally, I prefer to be in the moment when lifting weights for a few reasons. One, as Leo mentioned, to prevent injury. If I'm careful and paying attention to what I'm doing, I'm hoping my form will stay perfect. I've been injured before and it's not pleasant. Two, I tend to forget stuff at the gym, so I'll be less likely to leave my phone or headphones somewhere. And three, as Leo mentioned, some of my most inspiring thoughts happen when I'm working out. I did this experiment with myself the other day at the gym. Each treadmill has a TV. Each bike has a TV now placed right in front of your face. Usually I'll turn the TV on and it'll just be kind of a distraction while I'm biking or running or whatever. This last time, I just turned the TV off. I left it off and I just let my mind drift. What ended up happening was I started remembering all of these things that I needed to do this week that I had forgotten about or a person that I said I would call them back and never did. And then I thought of a new in-class activity I could do with my students. And all of a sudden, my brain was going a mile a minute with all of these wonderful creative thoughts. Granted, this is all anecdotal. This was just my experience and not based on any research. But I encourage you to give it a shot. Take out those headphones, shut off the TV, and just be in the moment when you're exercising and see what happens. It couldn't hurt. Pun intended. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we just launched a brand new show that covers relationship blogs. That show features authors like Mark and Angel and even today's author, Leo, of Zen Habits. But instead, Jocelyn reads about dating and family, friends, parenting, anything along those lines. Come check it out and subscribe. You can search for Optimal Living Daily Relationships wherever you're hearing this show and it should pop right up. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for letting me vent. I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.